Step 10. Continue. Appendix C. Abuse Supplement. You are being transformed. The harm you suffered greatly affected your life, but you have taken big steps to heal from the damage of abuse. At this point of regeneration, you and others can see changes that God is making in you. Take time to answer this question now. Question 1. What is the greatest change that you see God making in you in regard to your abuse? Pause to praise. 2 Corinthians 3 verse 17 to 18 says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Thank God for the change you listed in question 1. You've learned in step 10 that recovery is not a season or an event. It is a new way of life as a fully devoted follower of Christ. Freedom is not winning one big battle over sin. The fight for freedom is a war of many battles. Some days you will advance. Other days you may be wounded. But if you rely on God through daily battles for your heart and follow His plan, you will know His freedom. To continue recovery, you must take daily steps to maintain your health. Satan will keep tempting you away from God. Your recovery is a threat to him. Practicing the first nine steps regularly will help you quickly recognize when past abuse begins to affect today. Here are some common lies that Satan uses to tempt abuse survivors. Lies of abuse regarding identity. You are worthless. You don't matter. You are dirty. You aren't lovable. You are weak. Not enough. Regarding God's nature. God doesn't care. You need to protect yourself. God doesn't have my best interest in mind. He doesn't care about this one little sin. Regarding God's plan, my story isn't important. God would rather use someone else. I'll only get in the way of God. God's plans aren't best for me. It's too hard for me. Why do bad things always happen to me? Regarding pride, God forgives me, but I can't forgive me. God can forgive my abuser, but I can't. If I share what happened, they will think less of me. I'll deal with this sin myself. I can handle it. Regarding others, no one is safe. No one really cares about me or my pain. No one understands. Everyone will abandon or turn against me. Continue to take time to answer these questions. Question 2. What lies does Satan regularly use to tempt you away from God? List two and note which of these lies are direct effects of abuse. Question three. What behavior pattern or idol that grew from your abuse most affects your life and relationships today? A healthy heart recognizes things that are not of God. It admits human weakness, God's strength, and sin's evil. It swiftly confesses sin and turns to God's truth before it can be lured far from Christ. Learn to recognize Satan's attacks on areas of vulnerability and rely on God to follow his plan daily. Maintaining your spiritual health is a result of living by God's grace daily. Answer this question. Question 4. 
Did you develop repentance plans in step six for your answers in question two and question three? If not, prepare repentance plans. Select two scriptures from the plans to memorize. Write the references. Scripture is a weapon to protect you when you are vulnerable. Psalm 119 verse 11 says, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Flashbacks are painful recalls of abuse and can be triggered by many things at almost any time. During times of recall, you may feel anger or resentment. You may resort to old coping strategies. You may beat yourself up about how you should have done more to prevent pain. But memories of abuse can also become opportunities to recall God's goodness, along with the steps of healing you have taken already. A careful introspection through the following questions can turn moments of painful recall into moments of gratitude and opportunity to continue recovery. Questions for when abuse is recalled. Is this memory revealing a loss that I haven't yet fully grieved? If yes, revisit step five. If no, thank God for the healing he has done. Ask him to continue healing. Is this memory revealing a sin or idol from which I have not repented? If yes, revisit step six to build a repentance plan. If no, revisit step six to follow your repentance plan. Is this memory producing a lie about God's goodness or my identity in Christ? If yes, revisit step two and step seven. If no, praise God for his goodness as you recall your new identity in Christ as God's son or daughter. Is this memory a debt against me that I have already transferred to Christ? If yes, thank God for carrying your burden, that Christ's blood is sufficient payment for all sin. If no, revisit forgiveness in step 8. Is this memory revealing a sin which needs to be dealt with? If yes, revisit steps 5 and 9. If no, praise God that you owe nothing to anyone except love. Is this memory affecting a relationship that is safe and healthy? If yes, walk through confession, repentance, and amends. Steps 5, 6, and 9. Take every opportunity to remind yourself and Satan about God's goodness and who you are in Christ. You are no longer controlled by sin, but by the love of God. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 14 to 15 says, For the love of Christ controls us, because we have concluded this, that one has died for all. Therefore all have died, and he died for all that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. Now it's time to take action. Write a closing prayer, praising God for who he is, what he has done, and who he is transforming you to be. Ask him to continue to heal you and free you from the pain of the past. <music>